Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 36 of Eve's Drop Podcast. A legend, a staple, a, a man of myth, a man of many legends, Tomas Temper Olivier. I don't know if I can do this anymore. I actually got to... You got a dip? <laughs> thank, you right, for, thank, you, thank you for listen, stopping by. I, we appreciate you. Yeah. <laughs> bro, I love you, bro. Thank you. Thank you for having me on this podcast. Dude, I'm so hyped that you're here. I'm going to be honest. Uh, but first, uh, quick shout out to our sponsors this week, DoorDash, Best Spoke, and Hymns. I'll tell you more about them uh, when we fly back to uh, to the Hex Quarters in a little bit. Um, Tommy, for me, it's an absolute pressure. Uh, pleasure. Last night, as I was, as I was thinking of, of what we were going to talk about and what else I asked you questions, I'm like... I'm not even gonna write things down. I I've known you long enough. We went through so much shit together a those two lot. weeks. Oh yeah, bro. You almost died. I literally almost died. Yeah, I almost got my head severed off. We talk about don't ruin All it. All right, don't ruin it. Okay, and then don't ruin the ending either. He, he survived. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, and, and I was thinking about it, and I just went back, and I and like I can remember, I, I can remember talking to you on my upstairs loft at the townhouse where I started Optic at or where I took over Optic and replay that. And this had to be like 2000 and, when was when Modern Warfare 2 come out? Uh, November 2009. November 2009. So it had to be like 2009, 2010. That was like, to me, one of the craziest stuff. And as I was going back through my memory bank, I started to think about everything that happened that like sort of changed my world when you guys came into the picture. And like, it made me think differently, but uh, I want to get to the bottom of everything and all of that, why are we in Miami? And don't show what we don't show the thing, because this goes oh, up yeah. uh, on yeah, Tuesday. Yeah. Um, so we're in Miami uh, for the Call of Duty event and uh, CWL playoffs. Um, our teams both didn't. I mean, my team did better than they normally do. Yeah. But today, like yesterday, we played insane. We're playing out of our minds. And if we played the way we played yesterday, I think we would have won the tournament. Genuinely believe that. So do I. Today uh, was a different story. We just, you know, th things happen. We, we let some things hit the best of us. We almost, we should have beat United. Um, it was so close. And, and then uh, Gen G just kind of killed us. Bro, Gen G is popping off. Yeah. The crazy thing about this, and you got third. Well, I think you, you third, right? Third. Third yeah. event. Out of the four teams that went to the Hex Quarters boot camp, it was first place, second place, third place, and 13th. Do you know who was 13th? Us. I thought you were top eight. Were we? Yeah. Okay, top eight. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a difference. The big difference in 13th. Uh, but that's crazy because like obviously boot camping is good and boot camping like has, serves its purpose, but at the end of the day, once you show up and any given Sunday, like some things are gonna fall your way and sometimes may some yep. things may not. Hundred Thieves, they also didn't place that well, um, coming off of two back-to-back -back championships. Mm -hmm. Like things change, things evolve so quickly in Call of Duty that it becomes this like sort of sort of weird thing. So I, I want to get back to the to the earliest stages that you can remember. You started as a skateboarder, that was your thing, growing up as a little kid. And where did you grow up? Um, I mean, I'm originally from Brazil. When I was seven, were you um, born in Brazil or were you born here? I was born in Brazil. My whole family is from there. Uh, I grew up with a single mom my whole life, and when I was seven, we moved to Massachusetts. Um, I actually, my first five years in Massachusetts, I lived in Lowell, which is the city that Banks is from. Mm -hmm. I lived there for five years and then we moved to uh, Haverhill and my mom met my stepdad and I, I became a citizen through through him. So I have dual citizenship oh, that's in, dope. in Brazil and in, in the U.S. Um, after they got married. Uh, but yeah, I grew up with a single mom my whole life and been playing video games my whole life, a lot of different sports my, my whole life. But skateboarding was a thing. When I started skateboarding, it was when I was 15. I had a best friend growing up who's my neighbor, and he introduced me into skateboarding. He was actually the one, my first real American friend. Mm -hmm. Like before that, like the last eight years of me being in America, I was like still super foreign. You know, I was like this kid that grew up in Brazil, moved to a completely different side of the world experienced so much culture shock and i was a very shy and like introverted kid growing up just because of that like i didn't yeah. really i didn't have any american any american friends until i was 15 so wait so from the time that you were eight that you moved here you didn't have any real like friends until you were like 15 pretty much i had like a couple homies that were like brazilian yeah i played soccer with but they weren't like 
I wasn't super close with them like that, you know, mm -hmm. like, and then when I was 15, I met uh, Cody and he was my neighbor and yeah. uh, we took the bus to, together every morning for, to, to school. And uh, he introduced me to skateboarding. We became best friends. And after skateboarding was like a, one of my uh, big loves in life, just loved doing it and uh, watched a lot of YouTube videos because of skateboarding, watched a lot of skateboarding videos. I wanted to make my own. So I bought a camera, started making some skateboarding videos and then Back then, I was playing a lot of Halo and uh, Halo Two on a Is that original the game Xbox. You started with? Uh, start, when you say started, what do you mean? Like, like multiplayer? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean RuneScape before that, but as far as console goes, yeah, Halo Two on the original Xbox, uh, original Xbox Live. I remember like, yeah, that was that was the game I started. With. You still good? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and then uh, Halo Three came out. I had the 360, and then I remember. Modern Warfare 2 is about to come out, but all my friends were already playing like COD 4 and I'm like, okay, what is this? What's going on? Like, what's like all these people are playing COD 4. I'm a, like my homies at school and stuff. And I was like, all right, I'm going to so play. What grade were you in around this time? And how old were you? I was a, so this was 2009. Pretty sure I was a freshman in high school. So yeah, this is my ninth year uh, of high school. I mean, my ninth year in, uh, in school. Mm -hmm. I got Call of Duty 4 the last two months before um, Modern Warfare 2 came out, and I got super into it. I was just yeah. like, I remember I played my fr my friend a 1v1, and just like my first time playing it, I, I, I used the MP5. We were playing on Crossfire, and he had the M16, and I got five kills on him right off the bat. And I wasn't even like aiming in because I was used to playing Halo, yeah. so I was just hip-firing, yeah, yeah, yeah. straight murking this fool. Like, I was like, <laughs> wow, bro, I never played this game in my life, and I'm just... <laughs> Like five kills like that. So uh, then I started sniping I've, on Modern Warfare 2. I mean, I started sniping a little bit on Call of Duty 4. And then on Modern Warfare 2, I remember I, I was sniping and I ran into this kid in like a team deathmatch. His name, he went by the gamer tag of Days Hipfire. Ironically enough, Days. Mm -hmm. um, and he was a nasty sniper. And like this kid was cool. Like, I don't know. I just, I like this kid. We ended up playing together. I added him on, on Xbox and, uh, he was the first person I saw doing like no scopes and like 360s and stuff. He was doing mm -hmm. like 360, like throwing knives, and that just changed my world, bro. I was like, wait, wow, you play like this? Wait, yeah, yeah. I've never seen anybody play like that. And then I was watching Zerg Grizz videos, and then I started seeing Optic. Uh, so that was around the same time. Like Modern Warfare 2 just came out, and then all this started happening. And then I just I, I fell in love with the whole sniping and just the scene i watched a lot of your guys videos a lot of optic videos a lot of zerg Grizz videos top-notch multimedia top-notch wow yeah yep. they were i never i never really got along with um well no i got along with some of them at the beginning i like ebonics super cool six ins super cool yep vgi dynamite super oh, stevie nine lives of course i can't forget that oh video. yeah, yeah that, that, that video that, we were that watching video. it last night as i was uh as we were doing something monumental yeah incredible for, for me it, it uh for me, the, the CB9 Lives video was more about like the competitive aspect of it and not so much like, cause I never really played pubs. I never, from the beginning of me playing Call of Duty, I jumped directly into like competition. Right. I don't know, like pubs was cool and shit, but what really like got me nervous was playing matches. Right. I remember the first match I ever played was on Carrington. I was, I had a, a, a I had a shotgun and then I switched over to the, to the, uh, to the on-scope car 98. No, no to the scope car 98 because after that somebody told me it's like yeah some, we were spectating this one dude and he was using an on scope car 98 and i heard some dude i don't know about talking to people like over line like this is like brand new to me right and now uh, some dude's like oh yeah this dude this is a pro only pros use um you know unscopes on scopes yeah and that was like i was like shit i gotta get good with that i gotta, I be, gotta, pro. Be, I gotta yeah, be pro yeah, yeah. yeah. so for me it was like different so the the nine live shit was super super dope for me um the six inch uh, who else? Uh, Operator Perry. Yeah. Fucking incredible voice. Operator Perry here. Yep. Yeah. It's quad. Quad. Like that. Bro, tell me how, how crazy growing up in that era was. Like anybody and everybody that was around that uh, that era will like belongs to a group of people. Dude, it's a, it's a special community. Yeah. It's like a very you can't, special community. You can't force yourself into that you can know all you want but if you yep. weren't like if you didn't create that little platform a lot of the people that are here right now wouldn't happen machinima uh gaming the way it happened wouldn't have wouldn't have, have been as big as it was right. if it wasn't for for these people that are, that are, that are going crazy 
um, so with, with the sniping stuff and, and um, I'm, I'm working on this, I'm working on a whole bunch of projects. One of the, one of the projects I want to do is I want to do a documentary series on, on sniping in gaming across all games. So from Counter-Strike Ops and because I think that that sniping is a very niche sort of like you have to have something in your brain that says I'm a sniper. Yeah. Because, you know, For sure. I, right. Like, oh, it's it's either because not uh, everybody likes to snipe, but there's the, that, that outlier of people that, that are just like are snipers. They yeah. just snipe. They just like, snipe. Yeah. They don't do anything. But dude, snipe. literally, I when I played Modern Warfare 2, I made like I made sure that I never t took out my secondary because I wanted as many shots with the sniper as I could yeah. to be the best sniper possible. Like I wanted to be like the best sniper in the world. Yeah. And like the closest I got was like, a, I think top five in, in MW2. But yeah. Still of, like, of just killing. Of just being just nasty with the sniper. Damn. Like I was like top five for like a Jesus. year. Jesus. Think about, think about uh, everything that goes into that because it's so, it's so meaningless to everybody else. But to us, it's everything. Bro, it's, it was the best. I swear to this day, it was the best feeling in the world. Being able to just know like I would go into a lobby and just absolutely shit on everyone regular just guns shit on fools grenade like the, gun like didn't matter bro yeah. I, my sniper would my scope will get to you faster than you could get to me yeah and that was it like i could kill you with one bullet and you have to kill me with a lot a lot more yeah so i want to i want to do this documentary series like an actual series where i interview like snipers and only snipers so ops right like we're Sick. talking about like cs like op players uh yeah think of every single shooter out there third person non-third person like people that identify you gotta as snipers. get sniped down obviously you gotta get um uh, yeah from halo yeah of course you gotta get guardian he's insane with the guardian op. is um, yeah mixwell was it was a mixwell yeah mixwell we have was uh, nasty. simple simple's nasty with him too insane, bless yep. you matt um <laughs> i don't know there's there's just a lot of people and then i want to i want to ask the fans questions about sniping who identify themselves as snipers because again it's a very niche community right it it it's sort of and it's respected across everything you're like the yep. quarterback of the team you right. know because for me it's so, like i'm such a nerd when it comes to sniping literally yeah that's a great great analogy which are the quarterback part the quarterback yeah yeah i'm such a nerd about sniping that i get mad when somebody pulls out the sniper when they you know when like when we're in in in, in a game battle smash and fucking hutch and we're down and hutch pulls out a sniper i get mad because i'm like if anyone should be sniping it's fucking me yeah yeah and I'm not pulling out a sniper, so what makes you think that you should pull out a sniper? I get so competitive, bro. It's crazy. Like, it's gotten to the point sometimes that, like, we'll argue and he'll get so annoyed. Like, I'm really cool at, like, I know that he's my friend and I'll never, you know, think of him any other way besides my right. friend. But he, on the other hand, gets, like, mad heated when somebody in the heel send a sideline text. He's like, yo, man, you need to. He's like, let's calm down a little bit because blah, blah. And we're like, ah. Yo, he's everything. I'll screenshot it. Send it to Fuez. Fuez says, "Bro, it's the best thing ever." Uh, but uh, all right, so let's let's uh, let's let's start going. So you you uh, you moved to the United States when you're seven years old. Is that yep. what you said? Seven years old, going to high school. Your friends have uh, Halo or Call of Duty Four. They've been playing it, mm -hmm. and then Modern Warfare Two comes out. Dude, I got that that game the day it dropped. Uh, I went with my mom. Thank God she you know went with me because mm -hmm. I needed someone with ID. <laughs> Who's over 18 or whatever. Uh, we got the game and then, dude, I just went back, played it, and I fell in love. Like, I literally fell in love with this video game. Like, I was just spending countless hours every single day to the point where um, I would some days miss school or, like, I would stay up all night and still go to school the next day. And then other days, like, I would, like, I'd be so tired that I would miss school. But, um, like, when I first started making videos on, on gaming, I didn't have a PVR. I didn't have that money to, to afford a PVR. When I first joined FaZe, I didn't even have a PVR. I had a camcorder like like that one right there, and I would just, it wasn't 4K, but I would literally, I remember I, would, I was playing in my stepdad's room. He had the TV here. I was sitting on the edge of the bed, and then there was a, uh, what do you call the thing behind the bed? The, a headboard? Like a headboard. But with a platform. Mm -hmm. So I would put the camera there, zoom it in, and <laughs> my video would be like, I didn't even know how to crop the videos, yeah. so I would just, it would just be as far zoomed in as possible, and that was it, bro. I made a montage, like a teamtage. I've been in um, a few different teams before phase, and we just, I've always just had a team mentality, just, you know, like we can do a lot more with, with yeah. other people yeah, yeah. as opposed to ourselves, so just always made content with my homies, just, you know, like one of my first teams in 
in Call of Duty, it was just me and my group of friends in real life, and we just talked a lot of shit to people and just had yeah. so much fun. And that that was still one of the most fun times in in uh, Call of Duty for me, just talking shit. Just to talking people. shit, yeah. It was great. Somebody so. posted a picture. I don't know if it was. I think it was the Certo posted a picture of the of a lobby full of people. And then you could see like that they were talking because you see the icon, right? And then when you saw it, it was like it's uh, you can hear, yeah, the lobby. Like even if <laughs> so I described loud, it to so you, loud, right? bro. Even if I as I described it mm-hmm. to you, you can still hear people sure. at home that were in there, like understand exactly what that what it sounded like. Um, it's chaos. So you, anyway, so you're pointing in at it, and you you uh, you have that. Wait, you submitted your clips like that onto the onto the team Taj. Or what do you mean? You no, made I, I used to edit the the team's Oh hell like, yeah! I used to edit, bro. I was doing. What were the names of the teams that you were a part of? So, um, as I was in Halo, it was RFF, which was Rapid Fire Force. It's like that's the homies. It was yeah. RFF. Back in the day, I was like, yo, I was crazy. R- I was the RFF Joker. Yeah, that was dope back in the day. And then um, once I switched to Call of Duty, I wanted a new name, and like I looked through a dictionary, and I found Temper, and I was just like, Temper, like that's I haven't seen Temper. That's dope. It's original. Yeah, yeah. My name's Tommy, like Temper, whatever. So, picked that. And then we started a new team called uh, Lazy. Mm-hmm. It was just like kind of like how Phase is capitalized, but yeah. LZ. Yeah. And it was just me and my group of friends in real life. And um, and then after Lazy, it was I joined some other team, Zomo, helped lead that. And then I started my own team called NK, No Control. Mm-hmm. And it was that team was like a competitive sniping team. Like competitive sniping was still to this day like my favorite time playing yeah. W two. Yeah. Hell yeah, bro! Competitive sniping was the shit. It was the shit. Oh my god, dude! Oh, bro! Like there was a point in time where we could have started like a competitive sniping league, and I wish we did. And you know, maybe with this new Call of Duty, we can fucking do that. We can work on that shit together. Like no, they wouldn't let us. It'd be bigger than the actual league. But it actually would be bigger than the actual league. Well, that's yeah. That's why we wouldn't be allowed to. <sighs> we could figure. We could pull some strings, bro. Yeah, you think? We have to. We could. I mean, that's that's like that, I, I think when all that thing was going down, like for me, that was like one of those one of those times where it was like I, I always knew in my head it's like competition is is the best for any space. If you don't have competitors, they're never gonna push you to be better. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've, and I've told you this from the from forever, right? From like if, one, you, yeah. if you guys never came along, I would have never thought about you know switching to to competitive Call of Duty. Let me ask you this: What was your first event, gaming event? Uh, December December of two thousand and ten. ML. Oh no no no! Whoa whoa! Take it back. My first event was Hard Knocks Orlando. It was a Call of Duty four tournament. Where I met Hastro for the first time, where I met Moho for the first time. Uh, Moho, wow. Yeah, that's the first time I met Jay in person. Yep. And it was cool because, uh, who was there? I don't think, was Diesel, Diesel was there. When was this? Uh, 2007? Wow. Yeah, 2007, I think. So was this after Optic was created? I, no, I was still working. I was still working. And I remember like waking up that day to hop on a plane to go to a LAN. And thinking to myself, I, I, I like I look over at Jude and I'm like, how do I get out of this thing? How do I tell her that we're not gonna go? And and at the time, she helped me buy my ticket and my hotel to go down there. And I'm by yourself. Well, yeah, I'm like we're we, we're already li- living together. Mm-hmm. And then there's this like this thing that's happening. And uh, and this was before I took out uh, over optic completely. This was before yeah, this was before this is 2007. And um, I go there and then I, I was like I pull up to the to the cashier. Or where you check in, and then there's like this little barrier, like a little uh, like like rice paper wall. It's like okay. like very Asian looking like setup. And then I hear Carlton, I hear Jay, I hear uh, Diesel. Like I hear their voices the way that I hear their voices in lobby or yeah. have been for years. Mm-hmm. I was like two years up to that point, and I was just like, holy shit, I'm about to see them in person. Right, right, right. right. So that to me was was super super gangster. We ended up coming in third. Um, we lost to this dude named Calhoun and somebody else. He was using a fucking rocket launcher, and that's how they won. But that was my first one. Yours was yours. Uh, my first one that I attended was was uh, MLG Providence 2011. Yeah, yeah, with Jambi. Yeah, with Jambi. Yeah, 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 bro. Me and Jambi like squatted up together. Uh, we went, and then um, yeah, after that, I was like, yo, we need a team. Like I saw you guys. I saw who who was it that was a part of our first team. Some kid, his name was Jake. Jake Sabo. 
Jake Sabo. Yeah. What was his name? Uh, Fel- F- felony. Felony. Yeah, yeah, dude. Face felony. He was, and then and then it was nameless soon after because uh, that team didn't work out. Bro, I I made the mistakes like early on. Just like I just wanted the team as soon as possible. I didn't yeah. even think like okay, like let's get the best team. Yeah. So I just started from the bottom. But now we're here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So so that was that was good. Anyway, so to 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 roll back into it, you guys um, you guys come up with uh, so you join those two teams. At what point do you is, is it right after Providence that you that you're like phase like that's what we're gonna do. It's like phase. Like when did you join phase? Oh no no no. This was I I was already in phase back then. Um, oh, we just didn't we, have a competitive a competitive team. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it. Got it. So. That was too, late 2011. Phase was created May 30th, 2010, and I'm just gonna clear this up for people. Like it was created by three guys: uh, House Cat, Resistance, and Clips. And House Cat was like the main dude that was like he was like the better sniper out of all of them, and like he had the PVR, um, and he was the one I think editing the videos and stuff. So I I watched Phase from the very beginning. Like I ended up I joined like August 1st, so legit exactly two months after it was created. But I was watching their videos in June of 2010. Like I was watch, like I was following two videos. I remember I saw it. I saw like a Meow Mix One, um, which was a house cat video and Ilcams Five. And as soon as I saw those two videos, I was like, yo, this team is dope, bro. Like this is, this team got some swag. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This phase, phase clan, like the, the, sni- the sniping videos, like, I, that's all I wanted to do. Yeah. Like I f- immediately fell in love with the team. And uh, back then I was still a part of NK when I first was watching their videos. I used to be in these forums. I used to help run a forum like called the M200 movement. It was me and like my boy Red Octo. Just a sniping forum. Yeah. Like literally like a forum for snipers. And so I think it was my boy Red Octo who linked that, the phase video. So shout out to him. Um, he linked a video and I, I watched it. And I think... Like late July, yeah, like late July, Phase announced. I think oh, I went solo for a week. I just left NK and I was like, I'm just gonna go solo because I wanted to change my name. So I got the. This is when I added two R's to my name because mm-hmm. I used to be just Temper with one R. I got the OG gamer tag Temper with three R's. Yeah. <clears throat> and so I was like, all right, fuck it, I'm just gonna rock this now. Yeah. And I went solo for a week, hated it. It was whack, like, and I was just like, All right, I want to be a part of a team. And then FaZe had their first ever tryouts. And so it was just like free-for-all sniping lobbies. And free-for-all was my fucking bread and butter, bro. Same. Like, that was my shit. So yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, just joined these lobbies with these other, other snipers and won most of the games. I joined, and uh, my boy Slasher joined. No, I joined, and then Recon, Recon joined. Slasher joined a month later. I recruited Slasher. But... Um, yeah, me and Recon both joined from those tryouts, and it was that was it ever since. And back then, I was already I was sniping a lot. I was editing a lot of videos. I was designing graphics. Damn, um, you did it all then. I did a lot of shit, bro. I used to. I remember I got a, a channel background. One one of my like milestones back then was like I, I made a cool channel background for. Um, not drama alert. Halo a holes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was it? Federation. Oh, FAG. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Federation, Federation of, of asshole, asshole gamers. gamers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bro, so Akeem Akeem fucked with the design. He put it up, and I was like, "Yes, dude, like that's dope." And that back then they were, they had like tens of thousands of subscribers. They were pu- making like the funny yeah, Halo yeah, yeah. Mo- like comedy videos and stuff. And um, yeah, and so I joined Phase and uh, started doing everything for the team. And when I joined, Housecat wasn't a part of the team anymore. He had left because the other two guys weren't really doing anything. Mm-hmm. So he joined a different team. He joined Rise. So, I remember Rise. Yeah, same uh, Rise as now? No, okay. it's different. Because that the Rise back then was R-I-Z-E. And they were like a sniping. Those Rise, those Rage. Yeah. There was, um, remember uh, RM? Dash was an RM. No way. Dashi of course he was, yeah. bro. Wow. I got all right, bro. I already knew dude, Dashi's insane. First yeah. of all, he's insane. Yeah, 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 he is. Fucking sick with the sniper. Bro, bro. Uh, it's like Zuma was also in the competitive sniper. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah, he was a competitive sniper. I think he told me this before. Yeah. That's dope. That is fucking super ill. That's crazy. All right, so you're you're uh let's fast forward a little bit. You're in phase 
at what point do you start seeing like the traction go up? And then I'll tell you when I noticed that you guys were like, there was only one way for you guys to go. There was no slowing that down. Um, so when I joined, I was, I just did everything I could for the team. I was just like super in love with it. And I just had experiences doing like making videos and stuff. And um, I just saw the potential. Like I saw we could, like I, I was, I mean, I didn't really see the potential potential back then. I was just having fun with it. That was the right thing to do. Um, making ill cams and stuff. And then I, it was, I joined when there was 800 subscribers. Mm -hmm. And then I helped lead it. I, I was doing the uploading, recruiting, um, eventually designed the logo. That was a little bit later on. But I remember when we had 4,000 subscribers, that was when I was like, Holy shit. Yeah. That, I remember that moment. That was when I was like, bro, like, I don't know what, what it is that we have, but this right here is something really fucking special. Yeah. I remember that day, like, it just like it was yesterday, bro. Like, yeah, for, for, um, from my perspective, there was, we had, we had, um, we obviously knew about all the, all the other sniper teams that, that were being created around, you know, was it, was it when Fakie joined? Sorry to interrupt. No, because no, we didn't do because we didn't do snipers nest with fake until way later. Okay. Yeah. It was yeah, way, that's way, right. That's yeah, right. It was way later. So. Oh, I remember the first video it was when um you met with Resistance right, in in Dallas I think. I met them somewhere. Resistance and Magic. It was in uh it was in Texas. It was at MLG Texas. Anyway, the arrogance of me and I remember meeting them and I and I remember walking away being like, they might be our new sniper team because at the time I don't know if we had dropped people or not or. They might be like I said something like that. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I might pick them up to be my competitive sniper team. Ah, just kidding, right? Like because we were up until that point, there was no competition for us. Right. It was just it was just optic, and then everybody else was trying to do what we did. But we had we had Dietrich, we had Predator, we had like fucking oh massive God, personalities. Yeah, right. Like I forgot about Dietrich. That's crazy. Dietrich was nasty. Man. Dietrich was nasty. So. So for me, it was like th that. Anyway, when I when I found that out, it's because at the time we already had uh, an, an optic PlayStation team. Mm -hmm. We had an Optic Girls team. Uh, we had an Optic. Um, Danielle, or yeah, early on that. Yeah, we were super early on that. We were trying. We were, ex we're we were not afraid to experiment. No, you know, yeah. uh, we yeah. were not afraid to experiment. We knew the, they, the OG pioneers. No pun intended. Yeah, the OG originally. I'm the OG from OG. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> we yep. had a uh, like we were we were not afraid to like that. We knew the importance of of helping like the girls like scene sort mm -hmm. of like blow up so we knew that we had uh, had to have a girls team um unfortunately some of those girls were too bickery with each other they fought too much and then midnight ended up being the only one that survived you know 10 20 13 years later um but shout out midnight dude. yeah shout out midnight but when we saw you guys doing that and then we started recruiting like uh we, we started recruiting more people because you guys were picking up snipers left and right left and right mm -hmm. left and right and I've ne i i had never seen that um, I had never seen that done before because I always thought I'm like, all right, optic is like we're gonna we're gonna try to keep it small and blah blah blah, blah. and I'm like, because it won't work if we just start picking up a whole bunch of people, but you guys like came at it from such a completely different angle that it just like blew up and it blew my mind as that was happening because I remember Dietrich coming, he's like, he's like these guys are making way better videos than, than we are. Is like the snipers need to do better job at editing and that and that we had never recruited uh, editors. You guys yeah. were the first people to recruit editors. That was dope. Um, we didn't. Yeah, we no longer like do that. Like it's not if you you can't join Phase as an editor now mm -hmm. anymore. No. no, or a graphics guy. Or yeah. Yeah. No. No. It's. I mean, you can work for us, yeah, but yeah. you can't join Phase. Yeah. As that times change. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and 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 people understand that. Um, well, some people, some people, people from within, like you know, there was this one incident, and we're not going to talk about Infinite in in this podcast, but there was one incident when the Infinite thing happened where. They hired some people and immediately they changed the name to Optic something, and I was just like, "Wait, what?" So Infinite, the the the, the company that I sold Optic to, okay, yeah, they started hiring a whole bunch of people, and some of the people they hired changed their names to Optic, uh, and I was like, "Nope, yeah." Do you have to explain that shit? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have to explain that shit. Anyway, um, so I remember saying that, and I'm like, "I'm what the fuck are you talking about?" I was like, "There's a there's a team out there that's making that's making better montage videos than us." I was like, "Get the fuck out of here! No way." And I'm like, what's the viewership like? He's like, it's fucking growing. This Dietrich's telling me this. I'm like, show me. And I saw it and I was just like, how many views were we getting back then? Uh, like 14,000, 20,000. Wow, okay. Yeah, so a lot. Um, and I was just like, I was like, what the fuck? And I saw it and I'd never seen, 
I, like our montages up until that point was just like highlight video or, or highlight montages. It was there was no real editing. There was no zoom in or slow mo. Mm-hmm. Like you guys came with a different thing. And then when you guys started like the started trick shotting, and I had seen trick shotting from from Call of Duty too with right. Gris. Gris was the first dude to 360. on two on two J in Tunisia to three sixty. I was just like wow. Yeah. And then he did revolution. He did the he did the fakey the, the first fakey I ever saw was on backlot on the middle building and i don't know I, I think it was him where he jumps off stops yeah and then yeah. turns around and, and kills yep. the, i, I, I like, remember that i'm like holy shit yep. and then he went back to call of duty wait no in call of duty he did a 360 but he switched his gun and then switched the, it back the to the sniper the yeah swap. the swap mm-hmm. and i was just like i'm like oh man this is fucking nasty you know what he did too this crazy motherfuckers are gross i don't know how he did this but he ran on a wall in the Matrix, and then did like a flip. Oh, I know what you're talking about, dude. <laughs> Yo, that yeah, that montage was sick. But obviously, we know that it was like a it was edit edit. But I was just that shit was funny. He, yeah. he 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 was he is like the he, when when people say it's like who's the, who's a that's the guy who's the sniper. Grizz is like that's the Tony Hawk. Yeah, like, exactly. That's the Tony yeah, Hawk. Yeah, he is he is uh, Zerg Grizz, who I will have on the podcast one day. He is like the 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 guy that started it all yep sniper montages were not sniper montages until crimps uh, until crimp six until gris came yeah. came along and then you think about all the all, all the frag movies and promon movies and all that shit like that all spawned from that sort of little tiny little call of duty three six xbox 360 yep. sort of dude that came at that uh there was another another sniper though super raw his name was um poor minorities um, then he changed his name to Chopsticks, um, but was, he was a nasty sniper, okay. like an incredible sniper. Um, anyway, so go, going back to, to to your stuff, like the the edits and all that stuff was, was I was just like, what the fuck are we doing? So I had a meeting with the snipers. So I was like, what are you guys doing? Like, you guys gotta 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 start doing something. We're falling behind and shit. Like, we're not you know we're not innovating. We're not doing this. We were coming up with with cool shows. Yeah, it just it just fucking hit me like what the fuck we're talking about here and like where we're at <laughs> you know like i'm sure you have those moments where it hits you you yeah. know like it's just like fuck man like we create we really created something out of nothing yeah out we of cre- nothing thin air mind-blowing right fucking crazy right and, and not just not just it wasn't a moment in time either it's something that will always be there forever yes like no one will ever take that away from us because nobody gave it to us and it can't it can be recreated it cannot be recreated you can you can try to be an optic. You can try to be a phase. You can try to be an envy. You can try to make an optic or make a phase. It's yeah. just that it's, you can't. No, you can't. That's just the way it is. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, so but you can, but you cannot add on to the space. You can create your own new team and yeah. then add on to the space. So that's that's like the only option. And it's good to have like that sort of aspiration. Like I want to, I want to be like a face. I want to be like a like a, you know, like like an optic. Like a, dude, like if a, you guys weren't around, we wouldn't have phase wouldn't have existed. I we don't looked know. at we looked at you guys and like. I was like, oh well, this is possible. Like, we can make a sniping team. Like, you guys set, you guys set the, um, you guys made it, made it happen first. Yeah, the blueprint. Yeah, and you know what's crazy is like it was all my brother. My brother was the first one to say we should make a snipers only team. Tumors. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, a snipers only team. I'm like, no, fuck that. How, what if we're down and we lose? He's like, no, 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 no. Just trust me, snipers only wow, team. Wow, that's crazy. Like, yeah. But he was like, he used the Barrett. That was his thing. Because he's a okay. big dude. So he always like, I'm fucking the big weapon. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, I, and the thing about my brother um, is that he he used to always look for like the nerd angles. And like on on, uh, on on Strike, he would go all the way to, you remember the map Strike? Yes. Is where you start and you go down the hill and yep. there's like the fucking statue in the middle. If you go to a gas station. Wait, why did I think that was Crossfire? Crossfire? Which one's Crossfire? Isn't is, that Crossfire? No, Crossfire is with a market. And there's a there's a train. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, a bus. A bus. Yeah. Wait. Strike was the one. Um, strike is where where Stevie starts in the beginning. Is like Stevie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah, that's yeah, Strike. Yeah. If you go all the way to the right, and we're nerding out right now for everybody watching and listening on, on, on iTunes, but this is why you signed up for because I'm loving talking about this. Same. Um, my brother went went to the gas station all the way in the back to the right. When so when you spawn on offense. In S and D, you go to the right, you go to the gas station. You know what I'm talking about? The yes. gas station all the way back, mm-hmm. and then he found a fucking angle where if you go to the very last on the right pump, gas pump, 
yeah. and you look through the door that's in on CDs, right, the, right. the CDs through the window, you can hit somebody on Sniper's Nest in the in the, wow. in the building. Yeah, and I was just like, I was mind blown. Hey, bro, he he will find the nerdiest spots ever. He was always into like the the Map Monkeys. I don't know, do you remember the website MapMonkeys.com? No. I think there might have been a Call of Duty Two thing where you like try to get out of the map or you try to find the glitches in the map. Yep. Anyway. Um, was he with the bounces too, or no? Yeah, yeah. No, my brother was like a super, super nerd. Um, but again, like the, the reinvention that we were doing at the time still wasn't able to to compete with the with the with the ascension that you guys were having because everybody everybody at the end of the day loves to see crazy ass shots. And when you mm-hmm. guys start introducing like the, the 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 complex trick shots, that's when it flip it. And what I was gonna say is like even though that our montages weren't like doing what you guys were doing, we're we're experimenting with shows like. Uh, underage, which was Diesel's thing, where you had to keep another team in headquarters under 18 points. Okay. That was like those those shows that like we were coming up with a whole bunch of like Sick. like cool shows because I was like you know it's it's it was an innovation time. So if you weren't yep. adding on something, if you didn't have your own thing or your own show mm-hmm. to come to the table with, you were no you no you were no good to me. Right. You know what I'm saying? I told him like, what do you have? You got to come up with the show. You got to come up with the show. You got to yep. come up with the show. Um, but uh, okay, so let's let, on, on the trick shotting point because that's what I think is what set you guys not only apart but above and beyond to what we were doing. What what was the the first time like that you saw like a like a trick shot? What which one like in, when you were in face and you were creating ill camps? Like which one was it that you were like this is a thing? Like this is a thing that we got to keep doing, replicating, and doing and doing doing. I mean, the first one that I watched was before I joined Phase. That was Ill Camps Five, and I remember it was with the Kid Cudi song, The Prayer. And uh, just some, in, still some insane shots in there. Like if you watch it, it's like whoa. Like I don't know. It's it's, it's ever since then it was just. And I've always been about keeping it simple and clean. So all my edits were just like I'll put a dope ass song, yeah, and then have some sick shots, and then just keep it simple and clean. Have it synchronized, make it flow. It was just like skateboarding. Like trick yeah. shotting is skateboarding in Call of Duty, yeah. but with a humiliation aspect. Like you're basically. When you trick shot on someone, you it's like dunking on them. You're, right. you're embarrassing them. Posters, posterizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Montaging, montaging. <laughs> That's yep. nuts, bro. Um, all right, so we because of that, because of how quickly you guys were 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 about. To, I don't think you guys were about to pass us up, but I knew that six months came, you guys were were gonna pass us up, and I was like, "That's a train you can't stop." What do I have to do to innovate? What do I have to do to be different? What do I have to do? And I started telling them, "I'm like, yo, fucking do montages, be better at the montages." And these guys were the snipers that we had. Some of them, some of them were super lazy, and I was just like, "I, I, I can't, I can't do it. We gotta, we gotta expand." And then Diesel's like, "Yo, you know what? What about it? You know, we we need to go back. We need to support the competitive uh, side of things." And I was right. just like, "All right." I'm like, why? We just left that shit. Let's just, you know, that's that's mm-hmm. a that's a thing of the past. Let's make videos. That's how you make money and blah blah. And he's like, no, no, let's let's go back. Let's just get a team. Like, we'll we'll be a popular team. And I was like, all right, fine. If we're gonna make a team, a competitive team, it's gonna be me, Hutch, C Nanners, and Tabe. I'm gonna see if I can convince wow. them to team. What a squad. The reason I wanted to do that is because I knew that I was gonna sell more T-shirts than anybody else. They yeah. have fans. Yeah, yeah. None of the Call of Duty teams up until that point had any fans. Bro, you guys did it the best on Call of Duty competitive. Like, you guys still do it the best. Yeah, I, I like to think so. I think that that there's a lot more that can be done, mm-hmm. and and we'll see how it works with franchising. But there's there's so much more that can be done. Um, but it was because of you guys that came along that it sort of made me pivot my 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 business plan towards something different and that ended up becoming so dope because it was like the best of the best in call of duty not necessarily yeah. sniping and all that but everybody was represented and if you think about think about this right and this is something that you got to be proud of too because you, you belong in this in this group we belong in a group that we went out and took over a community right we went out and said here's here's optic boom yep. competitive call of duty and then face came and whatever teams existed back then, whatever competitive teams existed, whatever names existed back there, got erased. I don't even remember some of them, but it erased because we came in not only to help them to take over, yep. we took over that shit. And then what do you have? You have this sort of, um, as we kept growing and as we kept getting bigger together and, and, and everybody else in, in Call of Duty, we, because we were able to leverage the, the opportunity that was building a family community that watches your shit every single day, we were able to to say, all right, we're big enough to where all these console king or, or these PC master race 
teams mm -hmm. that are making fun of Call of Duty, they're making fun of these console people. Guess what? Guess who took over that shit too? We did. We did. We went over there and offered something. And I'm not saying that we took over and just like that, but we no. added on to something that no team was was creating content the way that we were creating content until like we seriously stepped into the scene. Still to this day. We revolutionized it. Yeah. Still to this day. You can go go pick a team, go to the YouTube channel, check out what they're doing. Seven years, ten yep. years we've been doing this. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It just which to me is like the 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 nuttiest thing. Did you guys go into Counter Strike first or did we? I think we did. You guys did, right? Yeah. Who did you, who did you, oh, you had uh, Michael Ailey. That was like your... Yeah, Michael Ailey, uh, Rain still. He's still a part of the team. Shout out to Hovard, bro. That's the guy. Um, he's the only one that's stuck from the original five. Yeah. So it was Michael Ailey, Rain, uh, um, AZ, um, what's his name? Jacob and... Was it Alu? No, Alu came Alu to Alu came later. Yeah. Who am I forgetting? <clears throat> wow, bro. Fox. Fox. The super tatted up dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Brazilian? Portuguese. Portuguese. Yeah. Yeah, so, all right, I don't even know why, why I skipped so much uh, to that, but it was it was one of those things where we added on to a space, and that's that. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. we we came from a small console thing that was not taken seriously in esports. Still to this day, it's still not taken seriously, but the biggest names that you guys see out there came from console. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So... No matter what anybody says, is it's it's it's, it's a moot point. Just look at the comparisons. Uh, really quick, uh, shout out to the sponsor. So we're gonna take it back to the hex orders real quick, and then I'm gonna come back and continue the conversation with Mr. Tom Tamper. When you're constantly on the go and grinding away at the office, hanging out with friends, there's not much time to think about upgrading your style or apartment. This month, we have another comeback sponsor, and we certainly appreciate that. Bestspoke.com has just come back and sponsored the podcast yet again, so we thank them dearly. These guys are out scouting for quality and unique products to send in each box. Now you can experience it, too, at a aboxofawesome.com. Now, the last one we received had a bag, a travel bag, a day bag that uh, I have so many of them, Jude would have killed me if I brought one else, so I gave it to Matt. A nice 22-year-old young man working his ass off, and he needed it. He needed the upgrade of the style because he's got this back. I don't even want to talk about it. But anyway, to get started, you visit boxofawesome.com and answer a few short questions about what it is that makes you you, okay? That will get them a feel for the boxes that will best go with your style. Whether you're in search for the perfect drink, a well-kept pad, or jet-setting style, Best Spoke Post improves your life one box at a time. Each box goes for around 50 bucks, but I know that there's like $70 plus worth of um, goodness in them, so that's a, that's, that's a plus. And the first of each month, you'll receive an email with your box details. They'll let you know what's in there, and then you have, I think, five days to change whether or not you like it. And if you don't like it, then just skip it. But it goes from barrel aging kits to limited edition cigars. I'm going to go for the Stogies, 100%. Uh, weekender bags to go to the classic dop kits. And then we have the best book offers, the essential goods and guidance for the modern man. Uh, to receive 20% off your first subscription box, go to boxofawesome.com and enter code eavesdrop. That's E-A-V-E-S-D-R-O-P at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code eavesdrop for 20% in your first box. Best spoke post theme boxes for guys that give a gosh darn. Okay? So, again, 20% off if you type code eavesdrop at boxofawesome.com. Uh, our next sponsor is DoorDash. You know I live on that stuff. I live on DoorDash. I cannot tell you how many times a week I order. Sometimes I just roulette the thing. Sometimes I don't know what I want to eat, so I, I, I roulette it. All right? So whether you're having a long day at work, a tough day at school, still stuck in traffic at the office, treat yourself to the meal you deserve on demand from your favorite restaurant. Restaurants come to you with DoorDash. You love to cook, but you're not in the mood to do the dishes tonight. What's your favorite show with the favorite people instead? Get it delivered with DoorDash. What's the one dish from your favorite restaurant that you can never recreate at home? What if somebody brought it right to your door? Now, here's a trick for all you guys, okay? After you're, you're done partying or uh, you know, you're on your way home from work, call it then. More often than not, it takes 35 to 45 minutes for that food to get to your house. So if you order as you're going home, Match made in heaven. It gets there at the exact same time. Uh, so DoorDash connects you to your favorite restaurants in your city. Ordering is easy. Just use a DoorDash app and choose what you want to eat, and a dasher will bring it to you anywhere you are. That's the truth. We were once fishing, and they brought us a pizza. That was super cool. Uh, not only is that burger place you love on DoorDash already, but over 310,000 other amazing restaurants are too. DoorDash connects you to door-to-door -door delivery in over 3,300 cities, all 50 states, and in Canada. Order from your local 
go-tos. Choose for your favorite chains like Chipotle, Wendy's, Chick-fil-A, and the Cheesecake Factory. Uh, don't worry about dinner. Let dinner come to you with DoorDash. Right now, your listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code eavesdrop. That's $5 off your first order when you download the DoorDash app um, and use the code eavesdrop. Again, one third time. Third time's the charm for you to get the bomb is food delivered to your doorstep that is code eavesdrop for five dollars off your first order from doordash last well actually no we got two more obviously you know quick as usual quick shout out to uh seagate who are the main sponsor for the hex quarters without them the hex quarters wouldn't be where it's at right now or not definitely not as quick as it got here a one-man army here we are um hymns a new wellness brand for men okay this is what you guys see. see l- l- listen to these stats. 66% of men lose their hair by the age of 35. Sitting here as a 39-year-old phenom, you better believe that that was one of my worries. Okay, I, I know a lot of people that have a little thinning up there that need help, so I think I'm going to order some stuff and I'm going to hand it to them as a present. I'm not going to say who because I don't want to put them on blast because sometimes I think that it would look really good bald if I'm being honest. In high school, I shaved my head and it was a, that was my thing. The thing is that when you start to notice hair loss, it's way too late. It's easier to keep the hair you have now than to replace the hair that you have lost. Is it that hairline that's slowly starting to move backwards? Any bald spots yet? I ask you. Do you want a bald spot to pop up? No, no, you don't. Solution, go to 4 a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, wait for it, sexual wellness for men, okay? Uh, do it. I, 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 I would rather be safe than sorry. Maddie's nodding his head in the background. So uh, order now. Eavesdrop listeners right now get a month of hymns for just $5 today. While supplies last, okay? You got to go to the website for full details and information, but uh, that's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com forward slash eavesdrop for hymns.com forward slash eavesdrop to get a trial month of hymns for just $5 today. Again, at HTTP colon forward slash forward slash for hymns. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com forward slash eavesdrop. E-A-V-E-S-D-R-O-P. We'll see you guys uh, in a little bit. Let's go back in time, continue the conversation with Tommy Temper from the well-respected face clan all right and we're back um shout out to future me for the for the quick uh commercial plugs as i did there because we went to the future to the hex quarters i did my reads and then we're back we went there and we're back yeah well i i went there you don't have the, the I, was, time I, was spe- I was spectating oh shit i had to bring somebody um so i i, I know i know we've been talking a lot about esports and stuff but you guys have sort of transcended all of that um I think that you guys have taken everything to the next level at every single turn that we've had, and that's like an incredible thing. Another team that isn't, I mean, it's a group of people. I don't think they consider themselves a team, but Sidemen, to me, have been like some of the most re- revolutionary content yeah. creators ever. Not just... For sure. I mean, ever. Still not, to this not, day. not just in YouTube. Well, they, about- they put out a video uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it got like 21 million views. Like Yeah, the real-life Tinder. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that they're still crushing an, it, man. Such an insane... I want to know which one of them came up with that one. Right. Because if JJ came up with that one, he needs to, he needs to calm the fuck down. He can't yeah. be that good at everything. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Um, I feel like it's like... Um, but yeah, I think I feel like it would be Vic. I don't know. I Vic's, are, Vic's are super. But I, I did the po- I did the podcast with him at his flat in in London. Mm-hmm. I walk in and I see like five. How many gold plaques do you guys? You you have one, right? A gold plaque. Uh, we have a we had a lot. I remember when we all lived in Newport, we had a room just we put like seven of them up. That's insane, bro. That's so crazy. So we walk in and he has like five of them like all over the place. I'm like what the fuck? Five and, of them to himself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, three of them were from him. Which was Vixar main channel, Vixar uh, place, and then Minecraft, Vixar's Minecraft thing. Um, Who are the other two? Uh, it was like the Simon main channel and the Simon second okay. Simon. So they they all got one. Um, so as as I was saying, the the you you guys sort of transcended gaming and have now become a lifestyle brand that has transcended. Like you guys have literally hit that that second peak. Like even on streetwear with with the whole. And I don't know how how close of, closely affiliated. I mean, obviously, it's super affiliated and and it's part of the family. But the loose change clothing brand is is that part of part of Face or is that something that the Banks is doing on the side with the with that's, those dudes? That's Banks's project. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, Banks is lo- like he runs our merch. Like him and uh, we have like two designers, uh, Eric and Jeremy. Like Jeremy designed this shirt. They're both killers at what they do, and uh, we got we got like a good. Finally, we have a good 
uh, situation with the merch side of things. Like it's been look so, such a long time where it just hasn't been where we wanted it to be. Yeah. And within the last few months, we have achieved that, and now like literally all I wear is face clan. Yeah. Like I remember we always talked about it. Like I want to get to a point where literally all we wear is face. Now every day, bro, I'm wearing a different. Bro, face I remember shirt. this one time, and this is years ago. Uh, like years ago, you you were just like he was like you know what I want to get to man. And I was like I was like what? He's like I want this flannel to be like a face shirt. And I was like I was like what, what do you mean? He's like like why can't this be phased? And in my head I'm like what the fuck is this dude fucking talking about? <laughs> and then like I realized what you were saying. I so said you wanted to to you want a face to create just streetwear apparel yeah. for not just gaming stuff, which is which is super dope to me. Um, before we get into the into lifestyle brand, because I don't want to skip over this part. Yeah, there's so many different verticals, bro. bro we're gonna you're gonna we're gonna have to do another one. We're yeah, gonna have to do another um, podcast. But but the one that I want to talk about today is the uh, is the controller. Oh yeah, yeah right. Bro. It was sick. So you know what's crazy? I saw twice now. Um, what's his name? Don't say Ranger Steven. Nope, the other one. The cop. No, the the one that was the tattooed. Yes, I've seen him. I've seen him in like different shows. Really, I've yeah. seen him twice now. Just out, uh, he like he was do, like the uh, bodyguard security for the some prince in the Middle East, like some big prince. Get out of here! I swear, bro. This dude was a military guy. I saw so- him at Ben Simmons' house the other day. No, for you the first time, did it. and I'm like, I like double had a double take, and I just went up to him like, bro, like, yeah, and he's like, oh, what's up, man? Like, and yeah, then we, yeah, just, yeah. we just talked about like the past a little bit. And Banks was there. I introduced him to him, and I said, yo, this is a dude from Controller, but. Yeah, Keep going. bro. So, so we got what's his name? I don't know his name. This is a tattooed guy. Whatever. He got he got ninety percent uh, sunburnt on an island because he was naked and afraid. You ever seen that show? Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. him and this girl got dropped off in an island, and within like twenty minutes, this dude got so burnt, his ass cheeks got burnt, the the boys got burnt. So they had to like take him <laughs> out because he got sun poisoning. They had to take him out the show Damn, within one hour. Bro. Yeah, I think, I don't know, this is years ago. Anyway, sorry, to, to, not to get too sidetracked. Uh, Tommy and I were a part of this show called The Controller. Now, the way The Controller happened was Machinima was looking for people to be a part of this show for Medal of Honor Warfighter. Yep. That was the name of the, of, of the show. So it was, they created a show. That was the name of the game coming out. Yeah, those, they, they created a show to promote the game called Medal of Honor Warfighter. And they were looking for people. And it was... I mean, uh, FPS Russia hosted it. Yeah, PS Russia hosted it in, in. He was like a top five YouTuber back then. Bro, he was he owned YouTube at that time. At yeah. that time, he was literally the guy, and in uh, in gaming for you know for what it's worth, mm-hmm. and uh, and we went there, and it was one of those things where we we had. I remember I remember telling Machine, I'm like, yo, you should get Tommy, the guy, the leader of Face, to to come on this trip, and then you ended up accepting it. And his now, name was Clay, by the way. Clay? Yeah, Clay. Clay, yeah, Clay Controller. <laughs> <laughs> That's mad funny. Bro, he told me a story once that when he was in the when he was in the service, that uh that he that he like when he was on patrol, he would like jerk off. He would like, he said he's like he would get one knee with his with his gun like on the side and then like look around and then just I don't pull one off. I don't blame him. Bro, was, he said he would go he would go like three weeks or I'm sorry, like three to four days just on watch. So he would nap only when the other dudes weren't, uh, bro, it was, it was insane. You know, shout out to the yeah. troops because they do shit that we, I, I would never be mad enough to do. Anyway, Thanks. so we went, we went down to, to FPS Russia and it was the first time that, that, uh, that I was, that I was sort of trained to use guns mm-hmm. and it was just not regular guns. There were like, there were shotguns, there was the AA-12, which was illegal. You had to get uh, like permits for that stuff. Um, we shot the Deagle. We shot like a whole bunch of like. We shot a sniper. We shot a. What else do we shoot? ARs, SMGs. Yeah, M4, like the whole thing. We 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 had a contest, but there was this one specific situation. X Joss and uh, and Jesse. X Joss yep, and Jesse. Jesse won that. And Jesse was a cop. Uh, shout out to him if he's still around, but or watching the videos. Um, but they won. But I remember that I lost that. I lost that for my team. I lost that for me and Steven Ranger. That was the second challenge. Yeah, that was the, the gaming stuff. I lost it on the gaming. Oh, the one. gaming ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We because we yeah. we led the the shooting stuff. Mm-hmm. But when we got there, all I had to do, Tommy, to win twenty five thousand dollars, not only for me, <laughs> Isa, huh? The boy Isan, bro. Yo, Isan's your guy. Yeah, bro. Isan, me and Isan were tearing it up. Yeah, you guys had a handshake and shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was so dope. All right, so uh, all I had to do to win twenty five thousand dollars for me and twenty five thousand dollars for for Steven Ranger. Was press the three button, which which uh, press the three key, which would call in a UAV. I would have gotten more points. That's all I had to do. I had to press that once, 
and we would have won. And why didn't you? you I did. I, I'm not a keyboard and mouse dude, and I was just like trying to do my best, and it and, and we just did it. Wait, they were, weren't they playing on that? Like we we played. I don't think no. We were. For the finals, we both played. Me and him played. We were in the finals oh, against like X, a, Just, and Jesse. Oh, and it was a two v two. And I didn't press the three key. Bro, you remember? And, that's crazy. First of all, that's all you needed to do. That's it. Damn. Remember what? What were you gonna say? Uh, remember Spike Mouth? Yeah. You remember before one of one of the, one of the like one of the uh, challenges? I remember he like walked around the the set just with his headphones in, just like getting pumped up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like we were just about to do some some, some, normal, stuff, some yeah. normal regular stuff, and he was just getting hyped for it. I, I look, I appreciate his his tenacity to that. Yeah, he got mad at uh, at me like, a year later because he says like, "Yo, I heard that you guys don't want me to be a part of the new thing," and I was like, "What? There's no new thing." He's like, "No, I'm hearing that there's going to be a second one, and you guys don't want me to be a part that of it." That was the second one, wasn't it? Well, there was going to be a third. Oh, okay. Yeah, the first one was the one where Proofy got mad and they wouldn't let him use the control freaks and then he stormed off. <laughs> <laughs> we were just hanging out with Proofy for those who, who aren't following the stories. But yeah. um, all right, anyway, I didn't want to. Uh, so one of the one of the one of the challenges was to shoot. I mean, the, all the challenges was to shoot a Tannerite. Yeah, the, fir the first the first half of the show was filmed in Georgia. We were in. FPS Russia's ranch in somewhere in Georgia. Yeah. He had a big ranch with a lot of guns, a lot of explosives. And literally we shot the the first half of the show there. And then the second half was in LA where we shot the gaming stuff. But anyway, one of those things, one of those challenges, Tommy shoots at Tannerite and a piece of plywood comes like comes gunning at you. Bro, this is first of all, I signed a death waiver, okay? We all did. Yeah. To, to be a part of this show. <laughs> Alright, so if I was to die. That was it. That was the last you'd see of me. My mom would not get any, nothing. Nothing. No compensation. So I was told, okay, this is the second challenge. Um, here's a shotgun. You're going to shoot at this target about 45 yards out. It's a, it's like a big, like plywood, like, or a big wood piece. And then with an ammo crate attached to it that said ammo on it. And we were supposed to aim for in between the M's. Yeah. That's what they said. That's where the explosive is. Yeah. So I'm like, bet. Okay. I shoot, miss a couple times. And then like, Isan gives me some advice. And then uh, I ended up hitting it. And next thing I remember was just the explosion. And then I hear a super loud sound like, Vroom! like really loud. And I'm just like, what was that? And I look back at Isan and he looks like he just saw a ghost. Yeah. Like, he was just like, we all did. Bro, I was like, what just happened? I didn't know. I, I really, I had no idea. Yeah, I, I, it was too fast. That's how fast it, it came. It was so fast, bro. It must have been at least, at least 100 miles an hour. Um, and then two weeks later, I remember seeing a YouTube video go up called Face Temper Almost Dies. Yeah. What is this? I click it. Bro, I see it. Literally, I shoot. The thing explodes. And then the, just the shrapnel from all the wood come flying man and there was a huge piece of wood that even if you were to just touch and poke it would cut you open no yeah, problem it was, it was it was razor edge because it, it was like splintered off yep and it was yellow and it was literally like i, I had to try so hard to pause it at the right frame yeah because it was going so fast it was literally this big okay and just so many different razor edges yeah like my head would have been severed yeah 100 percent. like if not severed Complete brain damage. I would have died. There's no way I would have lived. And there's, I mean, there's a way. And, and, and if if I was to live, my face would never exist again. It would be nah, all destroyed up completely because it was so bro. It was it was. I, I, do you remember the tests that you took for that? Remember how you had to take a, a psychological test to go, and there was like a thousand questions, and then, and it was, oh, we did that in the hotel, right? Yeah. Anyway, one of the questions was something along the lines of like. Let's just say this. Question number three, do you like fire? And the answer is no. And then you skip 15 questions. It's like, does fire amuse you? And they're like, no. And then they ask you like a third, fourth, fifth, 17th time. It's like, do you find yourself infatuated or thinking about fire ever? And that was just one of the trigger questions that they were trying to see to see if you were mentally sane enough to be able to carry a weapon around right. other people. Right, right. Which was insane. But anyway, 
That was a damn. We, right. we we did the damn thing though. We had a ton of fun in that in that thing. Like I was, we shot. Uh, oh, it was air, a blast, we, we, we shot drones out of the sky. We're ziplining. We ziplining. That shit cut me. I still have the 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 thing in burn because I was holding on to the thing. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was, bro. Such a good time. It's two weeks we spent together. You, me, X Jaws. Uh, we bonded, bro. Spike Moth. Yeah. Nobody. Again, nobody's gonna be able to do that shit until yeah. you know that that gets redone but it was one of those like insanely insane looking things so anyway oh so, and syndicate joined us in la syndicate and um tom and um what's his name ed ed is that this? I, it's my boy i know him ah oh, god damn it i feel so bad that i don't is know he mexican no, no it's puerto rican puerto rican right yeah oh my god i can't believe it. he changed his name that's why i can't remember his thing um sly fox hound sly, sly- Sly, Sly Fox, Fox Hound. Hound. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Sly Fox Hound. Shout out to him. Anyway, so that was a, a good thing. We went driving with T Martin a couple of uh, weeks later in uh, in the military base. The, in the military base. That was also super That was for dope. a different game, right? Yeah. I think it was for the same one, but it was like a... a no, it was for Vance Warfighter? No, that's AW. What do I say? Yeah. Um, was it the same one? It might have been. I think it was the same one. I think it had to have been for the same one. Anyway. Um, anyway, doesn't, doesn't T1G. matter. T1G. Yeah. What was it? That was the the place we went to, T one G. T one G, yeah, in Arkansas. Milita- special military What's training. In Kansas, Kansas City. No, it was in Tennessee. Tennessee. It was close to Kansas City because I remember having. We stayed at uh, what's that one spot in the south? Bro, we had some bomb ribs that that one night. Yeah, remember that? It, it was called the Rand- Rendezvous, the name of the restaurant where we had the uh, okay. the, the ribs. Remember your girl called you like during that stay and I was like, Tommy, hang up with my voice and she thought it was an actual girl and she got fucking mad at you. Yeah, bro. Oh man. <laughs> All right, anyway, let's not let's not talk like 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 we're reminiscing. Let's let's keep let's keep it let's keep it keep it going. So, so. face, apparel brand, you guys sort of be, transcend everything else because of because of every single one of your every single YouTuber that's a part of your team has reached like insane amount of heights like that. That's like think about rug, for example. Yeah, rug is Still, still killing, still killing it, killing it, still killing it, killing it. Yes, it's, he's it's, been uploading YouTube. I don't understand. He's been on the YouTube grind for longer than anybody I know. Like literally, like five years at least. Yeah, like just he loves it. You could tell he loves bro, it. Yeah. yeah, that's his. That's his bread and butter. Yeah, the the, the cocaine prank, the kid Windex prank. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's legit, man. Dude, I love that kid, man. He's yeah. great. Just great yeah, person. Amazing. Um, who, who has the most subs on, on Facebook? Rug. Rug? Rug. At, at 11? 11 million? 12 or 13. Jesus. Yeah, man. I don't know 12 people. I don't know 12 million. No. <laughs> um, so what, what was? What do you think is is the uh, your face's secret, if you can tell it? Because you can tell it because nobody's going to be able to replicate. No, anyway, of course. So what, what, of is, course. what is the secret to, to sort of transcending gaming? Because this is something that every company needs to do. Like what we did. It's... Dude, it's just to live with no limits. Like, there's no limitations. Like, the only limitations are the limits you place on yourself. And we all have those limits. We all place limits, no matter yeah. how we think about it. We have those limits. Insecurities, yeah, of course. Of course. Um, a lot of things get in the way. So just don't let those things get in the way. Think about... Um, it's not necessarily... Rein- I mean, I guess in a, in a way, you're like, not reinventing the wheel, but you're just doing things differently. Just be unapolo- unapologetically yourself. Mm-hmm. And don't be afraid to explore. Mm-hmm. Just try new things and just see what happens. Like yeah. you, you don't know until you try. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that a lot, actually, because the, you you can tell that that's the, that's something you guys like live and breathe by. Because there is no one thing that you got. You guys have you guys were a sniping team, and then you guys became a lifestyle brand. We're just like vloggers and and like real life content, and then you guys went into like this crazy when when you guys started doing that it, it sort of hit this other plateau where kids were just going nuts and if if i was to make uh, a a guess as to how many sniper kids still follow you to new people that don't necessarily snipe or do that it's insane to me like the way that you guys have transcended call of duty and gaming just as a whole that's why i was just telling eric that's why i appreciate the call of duty events like i meet the og fans you know like yeah. they'll come up to me and like bro i've been following you since 2010 yeah yo i've been following you since it was just like you and fakey like like it's cool to see that you know like these dudes have been around for nine years like yeah like eight years it's been a long time what is the what is the most memorable thing that you remember from from your career up until this point? Oh, that's a, I mean, one of the first things is when we hit a million subscribers. I remember I was outside in the 
by the pool after school, like yeah. just waiting for it, just looking at the. What grade were you in? Twelve. Dude, I, I always wondered. Growing up famous in high school, what was that like? I kept it low key up until the last year. People just kind of like started figuring it out, and then why? Because of what you were driving and what you were doing. I mean, I got my car after I graduated. I th- no. Yeah, I got my car after I graduated. Um, and then I got my apartment and stuff, but I don't know. I don't know how it happened. I think people just like started paying attention to Call of Duty and stuff. Yeah. And they're like, yo, like Tommy's like the Call of Duty dude. I don't know. It was just, so I, I didn't, I didn't get too much of it. Um, I did towards like the, my last few months in school when we were like playing volleyball and stuff and like, but, um, it didn't really happen for me. It happened for adapt. I know that when, um, when he joined. Cause he joined and he had like a year left of school and and then like his channel started to explode back then and um yeah he made like a lot like he was like the dude in high school because yeah. of that hell yeah that's so dope um i i could talk to you about sniping and everything that we've been through for a long ass time but you know we, we've hit an hour and i i got uh you got stuff to do i got i got one last meeting before i start packing and heading out so you, you sure you don't want to talk for like the next eight I, hours bro i would I, don't tell me <laughs> you know what i'm saying you should come to the hex quarters to visit at yeah. the very least bro I, like all these events are happening at the same time it would have been cool to meet you in chicago yeah you know for a complex con and yeah stuff and like that would have been cool are you going next next week to new york for uh yeah the Fortnite going? thing uh, maybe i haven't decided yet we don't have a a player there unfortunately right. so I mean, I, I, I still trying, uh, Kurt, you should, you should is, go. Yeah, Kurt's is going to be there. Fuiz is going to be there. We're all, uh, bro, we're squatting deep. Bro. Okay. We got like 30 phase members going. Jesus. All right. I'll, I'll stop by. Flesh out. Flesh uh, out. Anyway, thank you for stopping by, man. Any any closing comments? Anything you want to say? I love you. Thank you for love everything you, you've done. And uh, this is it, bro. This has been... What up, Michelle? Big Optic Hex here. Coming at you with another top five kill camps oh. of the week. <laughs>